Welcome back to another episode of Mix and Match Radio. Today is the day. For the first time, we have a new person in the studio, a guest host of sorts. Mohammed, without further ado, please introduce the first guest host on Mix and Match Radio. Okay, guys. So this person is someone who has been an avid listener and supporter of our podcast since day one. And I've known him for many years, and he's a great guy, huge movie buff, such as Cole and I. Um, like I said before, just endless support has been flooding from this man. So um, I would like to introduce y'all to Mr. Matthew Montalongo. Hello. As our first ever Mix and Match Radio guest host. Heck yes. So he will excited. be the standard that everyone else after him has to follow. <laughs> Let it's it be known. It's going to be a difficult one, man. I hope y'all are up to the task because... <laughs> I mean, what do you got? I know, to st- this guy's hard to top. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> well, first off, guys, thank you for having me. I am super excited to be here. You guys have no idea. Ever since uh, Muhammad told me that you guys wanted me on, I've just been counting days, man. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> it's awesome, man. I'm, I'm super pumped to have you here. I mean, you've been you when we first announced Mix and Match was coming. You were immediately on. You were. You were the you're the freaking conductor of the Nixon and Match train, pretty much. I mean, you were right out of the gate extremely supportive, and you have not stopped since then. So we have a huge level of appreciation for you and everything that you've done to help us Thank so you. far. So, absolutely, we're gonna have you on. What do you mean? And yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, man, the when as long as I can remember, whenever we were considering guest hosts, you were always someone that we for sure wanted to get on here. Ooh, yeah, since that. the very beginning. I'm not even kidding, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, I'm not even lying whatsoever. Well, thank you. Thank you. I really, really do appreciate it. I think you're that. the perfect person to have as our first guest. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think we're going to have we, – we have a better person to pick for the first. But that being said, mm-hmm. outside looking in, man, you we've, we've only talked about Mix and Match being Mix and Match. Mm-hmm. You're – you're a fan. You've been here since the beginning. Huge fan. You've seen us grow. You've seen us fall. What do you got so far? What do you think? In the very beginning, uh, I wasn't expecting much from you guys because <laughs> I really, I really wasn't because there's three guys in a garage. But I, I think you guys started off really well. But afterwards, you guys just really just transcended. Like honestly, it's just gotten so much better. Uh, just like. The flow do you guys have? Just the chemistry do you guys have? I really enjoy listening to this podcast, and it really helps me out when I have to uh, work. Really makes my day go faster. Um, you guys are just kicking ass, bro. To be, be honest, honest, have you seen progression since day one? With a us? lot. I mean, a lot. And you guys tell me that there's some episodes you just personally don't like, and obviously, <laughs> yeah. obviously, I, I'm not, I'm not there to see that behind the scenes, but. I mean, I've, I've liked all of them. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed more than others, some more than others. But for like probably like the past ten, I've really enjoyed. Okay. The past ten, and I've listened to every single one. Now, man. Uh, approaching thirty, I think. I think so. Somewhere. Yeah. In, <laughs> and there's some there's some episodes too that that I like so much that I'll even text Muhammad and tell him that you guys did an yeah. amazing job. So it is nice to receive those messages. Mm-hmm. It's always good to know that we're not sucking terribly. You know. Yeah. 
I know we have our we have our good days and we have our bad, but it's al- it's always awesome to hear positive feedback, regardless of what it is. I think it's really I think it's really important to to give you guys that feedback, so you guys know that people are listening, like myself, and then you guys know that you guys are doing a good job, so you feel more motivated to keep doing what you're doing, and then then some more, you know. So. Yeah, I don't know. For me, uh, just as at least from my perspective, just hearing the opinions from the people who I personally know. Yeah means the most to me just because i want to because i know how authentic and genuine your feedback will be whether it is positive or negative so it's just nice to hear from someone who i know yeah and more more than just it's nice to have someone who i know on this now like it's crazy it's so crazy so freaking crazy just uh quickly though for the listeners Mm -hmm. um i feel that cole and i should let people know just how we know matt okay he's not just like a random guy who just stumbled upon this garage (laughs) Yeah, well, I will go first as I have known him for the least amount of time. And <laughs> uh, I met Matt at work, which we've all been either lifeguarding or aquaticing at uh, the NRH Rec Center, for those of you who don't know. But that being said, yeah, I met him there three years ago, just about, yeah. and he was my boss. <laughs> and, you know, I'll be honest with you. Me and him didn't talk a whole lot the no, first didn't. little bit that I knew him, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, we only really got to know each other towards the end of his tenure. At it always happens like that. Yeah, you always know. Always freaking happens like that. Man. And sometime later, you're in my garage. So, I know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is so crazy. <laughs> it, it's just crazy how that works. But, mm-hmm. no, I since Mix and Match started, I've gotten to know Matt a lot better, and he has been – me and him have been in thorough contact about yeah. whether or not we're t- discussing episode ideas or general feedback on it. Mm-hmm. And he is like, – like we previously said, he's been one of the number one supporters that we've had with this podcast thus far. And – I have absolutely nothing bad to say about the man. So thank you. <laughs> that being said, Mohammed, you've known him for longer. Tell us some stuff. I have. Uh, I've known Matt since my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. We both did track together. <laughs> he was not aware that I did track no, because I, I did not. I partook in the field aspect of track and field. He was more of a. I think no, he did high jump. I did. I, I did, did pole vault. Yeah, you yeah. Did do pole I didn't. I didn't talk much back then, so just no one really. Knew. I was just there, um, and so. I've told people this story countless times, but uh, Matt and I, for our first encounter with each other was me informing him that the concessions took credit card for <laughs> snacks. And so that was basically our first encounter. I just told him that. And so he went and got his debit card and went to the concession stand. <laughs> and then after that, um, he was just a guy who I would yell. Uh, I would just yell his <laughs> name across the hallways because he was one of the spirit leaders at school. Mm-hmm. And uh, later I was as well. But um yeah, he was just a guy who I yelled at. And then <laughs> we never really got tight until I got the job at the rec center yeah. as well. And so um, I use I used him as my point of reference to get the job, and he came in clutch for me. And then, um, you know, our relationship just took off from there. And uh, me and Matt have a fun little story to tell where uh, we were guarding at 5 a.m. in the morning, mm-hmm. and he was telling me that if I had told him like three years ago that we'd be working at a pool – guarding old people at five in the morning i would not believe you and i would not either because i was (laughs) like i i I don't know i just never would have assumed that you were someone who i would get close with because you were literally just a guy who i yelled at across from the hallway that is very true let alone get close with yeah pull at five in the morning that's that's brotherhood right there you know like me and matt talk regularly now i mean we both associate ourselves with our brown skin so that's a (laughs) that's a nice little connection that we share with each other but Yeah. yeah it's just he's one of my closest friends right now so Appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. So, 
Matt, you're a movie buff. I am. This is this is no secret. You introduced <laughs> Muhammad to the app Letterbox, something that I have not myself yet joined. You will get into, I promise. So, with a person who considers themselves a cinephile and a uh-huh. person who has plenty of experience in the movie-going area, yeah. what are your favorites? What are your least favorites, whether it be comic book movies? I know those are a huge thing with you. Yes. Well, I know, you think you said you were into sci-fi, so all those things being said, what – who are you as a moviegoer, you know? Uh, man. If something is appealing to me, you know, I'll go see it. Like you said before, I'm just a sucker for superhero movies, comic book movies, because I read comic books religiously. So I will definitely go see any comic book. Uh, sci-fi is my jam, because I just love aliens, monsters, <laughs> technology, just the future itself. Uh, I mean, those are just my, my top two, like, go-to, like, if it's sci-fi – Matt's seeing that, like this is, the, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, Matt's seeing that movie. So uh, those are my now two. You big love ones. the monster movies, I can tell. Oh, I love the monster movies. Yeah. What's your favorite, like out of the sci-fi category, and then the my favorite monster movie or sci-fi? Monster we'll go movie? monster, monster movie, I sci-fi movie, and then like technology Terminator type movie. I got one, I got one monster movie that's actually my favorite film of all time, that turns twelve years old today. Oh wow! Yeah, that's convenient. It's Cloverfield. Cloverfield is my favorite movie of all time. That threw me. That was a curveball when I found that out because I, I think I thought originally it was Jurassic Park was no. your favorite. No, that's a really high rating for Cloverfield. I <laughs> love Cloverfield. I love it so much. It is a great movie. I love it so much, and I and this is really out of pocket to say. I want that to happen to me. <laughs> I'm not joking. You I want a, mo- a I want a monster to attack the city because I strongly believe that I can film that thing. And be alive. Okay, you wouldn't get eaten at the last second. Oh, no. Okay. You're you're no. confident that you can survive a monster very, attack on I am, the city. I am very confident. It's not, like he's, it's not like the thing's coming straight for me. Straight, you know. You don't know that. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know that. But you're like, enticing him right now. I, you're like, I'll attack your damn <laughs> that's just my That's my favorite monster movie. Just the Cloverfield monster itself is so interesting and, and yeah. it's so like where did it come from this is so mysterious and it's very ambiguous and, oh, it's such a great movie that's just my that's my favorite movie of all time when did you see it did you see it when it came out or have you i saw it when i i didn't see it in theaters i saw it when i was a kid but as a dumbass as a kid um i thought it was real because it was <laughs> it's found footage <laughs> then i grew up as a teenager like oh this isn't real and then, you know, then the it idea, actually happened. I thought it actually happened when I was a kid because they showed some government stuff in the beginning and that really sold it for me. Just you, the you government saw, stuff. You saw one of the news scenes and you were like, wow, I see CNN. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. No, SpongeBob. There was a little <laughs> s- uh, a segment of SpongeBob, you know, on the on one of the televisions in the movie. And I was like, that's the same world. We, we live in the same world. That's happening right now. <laughs> they have SpongeBob? Yeah. We have SpongeBob. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, th- this is real. But I've, I've learned now that it's not real. But Unfortunately. Unfortunately, but I hope it happens. How many times would you say you've seen Cloverfield? <sighs> I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say a ridiculous number, but I will say I've seen Cloverfield maybe. Okay, maybe it might be ridiculous. 26 times? Wow. Holy wow. That is that would make sense I, why it's your number one. I love that movie. For a yeah. not a ridiculous number, love, 26 I, is pretty ridiculous. I, love, I, love I wouldn't say I've ever seen any movie that many times. But I, I just love that movie. I it's, understand. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of anything that I've seen 26 times. It's just so – it. I, I've seen Don John quite a few times. Oh, I love Don John. I, it's one of my favorite <laughs> movies, man. It's a great movie. Yeah. I think I've seen it at least like six times. Six times? Yeah. The first Avengers I've probably seen 10-plus times, but that's like – 
That's up there still. Now, now, now my number seems pretty high. I didn't think it was that high. 26 is high, man. I respect Cause it. Because it, it was made in 2008. So I mean, yeah, you've had time. Yeah. I've had a lot yeah. of time, you know, a little so, over two times. A so year, I maybe so. I guess yeah, twenty six. I've, I've seen it because I saw it last year, and okay. I'm pretty sure I'm going to see it again this year. So because I have a new bigger TV, mm-hmm. so I'm definitely going to watch it on that. Got to watch it in every <laughs> format possible. It. And I got it in 4K, so I'm definitely want to watch it in 4K. How do they do that? Just out of curiosity, how do they refine movies shot in mid 2000s or I have, I have no idea. earlier to 4K? I don't know. Because I've seen them do that. Some sort of reformatting. I don't know. Maybe they just sharpen the image. Probably, That's but then it, it does. Sometimes it doesn't come out that well. Okay, yeah. so um, what would you say is your favorite sci-fi movie? God, I I off the top of my head, like gun to your head situation. I don't even. I don't know if this is sci-fi, man, but I'm gonna say it, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. I am legend. Okay. Yeah. That. Is it sci-fi? There are science fiction elements. Yeah. Is it yeah. sci-fi? Because there's uh, a there's a virus. You know, it's it's it's. I don't know how to explain it. I really want to look up on IMDb right now and says is, is say if it's says sci-fi at all. I've always considered the movie as a thriller. I consider it as a thriller, I, action adventure, a little bit of horror, but not that quite of horror. But but I don't know if it dealt. See, it's just it doesn't really talk much about. It doesn't the delve virus. too deep into sci-fi. Yeah, I I like I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's really just. Sci-fi. That is that is a great movie. Yeah, I am Legend's a great movie yeah. though. I don't fault you for putting that as I, I, movie. I am Legend. I just something about New York, man. New York and monsters. It's they both Will the same Smith, thing. Man, I just love Will Smith. Yeah, he's great in that movie. The ending is like top tier sad. Yeah, but apparently there's an alternate ending where the, that was there. Is. This is the second. This wasn't the original ending. Okay, I to go with. I've seen there. there yeah. like, you can find the alternative ending. It is considered sci-fi okay. on IMDb. All right. All right. <laughs> so IMDb is. Letting you slide with this one, yes. I I, I I can fully respect that opinion because I Am Legend's an incredible movie. Love and that movie. Yeah, damn, that's that is tough though. I'm not a huge sci-fi guy myself. Uh-huh. I'm more of like a, I guess I would say like fantasy drama, like the on so two, you... fantasy and drama with a superhero being on a much bigger spectrum. Because I don't even when I rank my top movies, I don't put superhero movies in them. Like I mm-hmm. refuse to because I feel like that would just cloud a lot of the rest of There'd my be judgment. a lot in there. Yeah. And so I set those aside, but I would can I I, would, I want to say drama because I'm not a huge like pure action movie fan. I like drama. But I don't even like what what all's considered drama at that point. It's like most isn't most considered drama, I guess. Yeah. A lot of a lot of drama. Just I don't know, just really good acting. <laughs> yeah. But drama is probably my best, my my favorite area. What about you? Uh I really like thrillers. Oh. Okay. Um thrillers or drama, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know, it's kind of hard because those two can definitely be one or the other i they guess can, i don't yeah. know they can be quite interchangeable like a drama can take thriller elements or a thriller can have drama elements mm-hmm. yeah like they get out for example oh god yeah. get out is such a good movie uh just yeah but that being said the we are rolling into a very important time in film culture mm-hmm. where everybody's coming together and competing and not in the aspect of like an avengers level threat but <laughs> An Oscars-level threat. We have award season going in full swing right now. 2019 was the year for movies. You're ta- we're talking about, seriously, some of the best. It was a great year for movies, great man. Great year. And with all that being said, you have incredible – I mean, it was the year of Avengers Endgame, which is, isn't <laughs> even really in the conversation for, like, yeah. best picture or anything like that. I mean, it's not even in my top ten. 
And that being said, for a movie that big in the world, that not even being in the top ten says a lot. And me being a huge superhero fan as well. It says a lot about 2019 for movies. So going into awards season, we got some controversy. As as usual, the Oscars provide. We've got snubs. We've got some movies that may have received too many nominations. (laughs) And we've got some movies that were too long to even consider watching. So with that being said, without further ado, Matt, what are your hottest takes you've got for – the Oscars. What are the, what are the do's, the don'ts, the yeses, the no's? What all do right. we got here? All right, I think you guys can all agree with me that Uncut Gems was hugely snubbed from the Oscars yeah. for 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 best actor. Best actor. Best actor. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. I think that Uncut Gems was an incredible movie. Incredible. I think Sandler put on a essentially lifetime performance. Yeah, he. Did, I agree. I don't see a role that he honestly has that, in my opinion beats the uncut gems mm-hmm. i it doesn't surprise me though that is the one thing that i if there was one thing i was expecting the oscars to snub it was uncut gems if that makes sense <sighs> so the thing that kind of annoys me too is that it wasn't only sailor's performance that was amazing it's just the entire film itself it was, was yeah. very well crafted oh yeah i and i mean I, there was an episode where we talked about this movie and i was a huge skeptic on it because i mean adam sandler has kind of not been the best actor and he's just put on terrible comedy films in the past couple <laughs> yeah. years I mean, and past many years and so it's just very it's very strange to see a film of this caliber and him being associated with it yeah. and so it's very annoying that they did not even want to give it any i guess light it in is the academy it's not sandler-esque at all you know and when you have a name as big as adam sandler it's very hard to get audiences to like detach themselves Mm -hmm. from the actor you know yeah where it's like if robert downey jr plays in something you know you're i feel like you're more associating him with being iron man or robert yeah rob you're you're looking at him as robert downey jr not really looking at him as as the character i'm not looking forward to that (laughs) movie i'm not watching it did terrible (laughs) it did it's already come out i didn't know yeah it came out last week it's actually really bad you saw it? No, I didn't need to. <laughs> yeah. I just, it's a I, I just know it's, it's bad. a January film, man. Yeah. yeah, it was expected. No, but all that being said, I was very impressed with uh, Uncut Gems and how Sandler just, I guess, draws you out of him being the typical like comedic relief guy. Yeah, and yeah. You actually, you're you're pretty anxious the entire movie as to what the hell he's doing. Oh, dude, <laughs> I was uncomfortable ninety percent of the time I was watching that movie. Yeah. yeah, and they they were able to create that energy so well. Yeah. It was a great job by the directors. I'm surprised they weren't even nominated for a directing award. Yeah, Safdie Brothers, I mean, I don't know too much of the work they've done. Really, the only thing I know about the Safdie Brothers is that they used to work with Casey Neistat. I know that. But really? Yeah. Apparently, like, way back in the day, the Safdie Brothers used to work with Casey Neistat. What the? You can, <laughs> get, you, can you can find YouTube videos with the two of, uh, with the I guess, three of them at that point. Wow. Talking together. But, uh I, w- I enjoyed Uncut Gems. I rated it probably in my top three or four films of the year last year. Yeah, mine's like top five. And I I, th- I would probably stick pretty through and through with that rating. To be fair, I didn't see every one of the best movies of the year. I didn't see Lighthouse. I didn't see Parasite. And I didn't see Jojo Rabbit. That is terrible. I mean, I, I haven't seen Jojo, but those other two you have you should have seen, man. Yeah, Lighthouse just... is my number one. Parasite's my number two. Possibly switched. but I, I never got around to either of them. It wasn't that I didn't want to see them. It's just that I... More other movies. What's more disappointing is that you did not see Little Women. Little that Women. film was so beautiful. So beautiful. I cried, and I was I was Ooh. able to. I was almost about to cry multiple times as well. These are two guys who have 
you've you've not I watched read the it book. alone too. You've not read the book, right? Nah. Yeah, I watched I it alone to. too. I I did, I went I watched it alone too. Didn't read the book. These are two guys saying Little Women was amazing, incredible movie. Mix Which is why I really want <laughs> Cersei, I really want Cersei Ronan. She was the leading actress mm-hmm. in the film. I want her to win Best Actress, mm-hmm. and I don't know who else could. If it's Scarlett Johansson, I'm going to be very pissed off because Ooh. as best I best Asian actor in America. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. As <laughs> I okay, I hope some. I hope Ghost people understand. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just hoping that the rest of everybody understands. Basically, Scarlett Johansson got torn apart by a lot of people. For just because I mean, as I have said, and y'all are going to rag on me once again for this. I think Marriage Story was all right. Oh. It was a good film. I would not say it was phenomenal. I just disagree so heavily. If with you can that. see my face right now, if you guys are watching, come you, on, you can see his face available on. on youtubecom slash you mix and match. But <laughs> probably, I don't, I don't know if that's the exact link. If I'm being honest, I mean, I okay, we can talk about this for a second. Okay, I it. thought that uh, Marriage Story was actually awesome. It was phen- phenomenal. It was the, in my opinion, the uh-huh. most moving performance it w- of the year. That's a great. That's a great word to use too. It the, was very moving, very touching, very authentic, very real. the in, The entire story it tells is yeah. the most unique and original, realistic take on the collapse of a marriage and the, I guess, the way that divorces kind of uh, yeah. shift and turn. You know, my like my okay, favorite that aspect. I agree. I thought you were saying it was the most unique and original story. No, it was, like, no, not, it is the most unique, unique story ever. It is not unique in any way. <laughs> I was about to be like, hell no. It if is any, incredibly vanilla and exactly you what want it unique, is. Watch Lighthouse. It's a unique, unique take on how it works as far as movie portrayal of divorce and yeah. the collapse of a marriage. And my, I think my favorite part about that entire movie in general was how it showed the progression of the divorce. They went from them not using lawyers to them getting lawyers, lawyers. involved to them to actually gunning for each other. And it was yeah. just, it showed, I, I don't know. I really. You fell for both of them. Yes. I loved because the entire movie makes you feel bad for both sides. Cause there's not really a bad guy in that movie. You know, it's no, more of, there's not, it's more of just, you feel extremely bad for both it's sides. It's a shitty situation. Yeah. I mean, because it is one of the biggest tragedies, I guess you could say that, couples have to go through because i mean it was even said in the movie uh, one of the lawyers was saying just how can two people who once loved each other so much just end up becoming these i guess enemies essentially yeah Yeah. they end up hating each other especially whenever you bring kids into the mix too that makes it even 10 times worse yeah because not only are you at that point fighting for your personal lives you're fighting for your kids and vice versa i mean for both parties that's your kid and so it's just like who's going to be the propi- the proprietor of that child most of the time. It's just I I mean I hope like I would never have to go through that in my life. Same. And I mean I feel for those who have. Like I said, I just think that the movie itself is extremely it's moving and it just it makes me feel a way that I I don't think any movie has ever really done where I was just like I the I, the entire movie was just very like emotionally impactful i guess oh, yeah. if that makes sense i feel that and so i i get what you're saying as far as i don't think i don't necessarily think that either johansson nor driver are going to win it but i do certainly think they deserve the praise of at the very least a nomination and maybe an award won at some show i'm okay if they're nominated i'm i'm totally fine if they're nominated yeah. they deserve to be nominated for that movie they were good performances but i just don't think it was anything that amazing See, uh, that's where we yeah, disagree. Uh, agree, agree to disagree. Just because I I, I'll be honest, I was not super emotionally impacted by this film. I did, 
if a film impacts me, for example, Little Women, I don't. I will cry. I don't understand <laughs> Little Women. I feel like Little Women and, and Marriage Story they don't tell the same no they story, don't they don't. But I was just saying I was invested in one more than the other. Okay, which is fine. I mean okay. that's personal perspective and everything. You know I can't fault you for not liking a movie as much as I yeah. did. I just as do you acknowledge that the performances were incredible? <laughs> I thought they were good. Good. Good is so like backhanded. If I will say anything, I I will acknowledge that adam driver has probably given one of the best performances of his career I th- okay I that, think that is agreeable okay we can I think that one at least agree on that if you can at least agree on that that's that's all i care about because he did yeah scar joe did fine i, I don't will. think scarlett johansson i personally don't think she was anything like abnormal no, special in this it was movie. good it was good just it also good, just adam right? driver is one of my favorite actors right yeah. now at the moment same great dude my favorite is lakeith sanfield though <laughs> i love him man he if you want to talk about versatile uh-huh. it's it's him it is him it's crazy. He's in everything. Yeah. And he, pl- he, he plays like completely different characters. Yeah. Yeah. His he range is a go- great way to put it. He can play anything yeah. ever all the time. And so that's he he's a good uh mark, but the big news around we were discussing best actor and okay. I figure it's at least worth mentioning right now is that Joaquin Phoenix who played the Joker in Joker has swept the award so far for best actor. He gave an incredibly awesome speech two nights ago. Two nights ago, right? It was last night. If you're it listening, if you're listening on ago. Tuesday, then two nights ago. Yeah. Right? Okay. So the SOG Awards or the SAG Awards, one way or the other. Screen Actors Guild. That. Yeah. They. Uh, he great gave a great speech thanking all the other actors who were nominated for that uh, award, and then he also thanked Heath Ledger, who is a former friend of his and Go. is the most infamous Joker of all time, and will that will probably stay the same forever. Go. And Joker was nominated for 11 Oscars, yeah. one of which is obviously Best Actor from Joaquin Phoenix, which is, in my opinion, almost a guaranteed shoe-in. Would you say that's the case? Out of what he's going against, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. He, for those of you who don't know, he's going up against Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, and then Jonathan Price and the Two Popes. Out of that competition, I think he takes it. I don't think it's really a second question. Easy. What do y'all think, and what are your thoughts on 11 nominations behind Joker? It's easily the most nominated film this Oscars, and it's a pretty significant margin. I think it's the most nominated superhero film ever. Or it is. comic book film. It yeah. is. Um, I personally believe that it's excessive because and Joker was a good film. However, the standout was Joaquin. Yeah. Other than that, I thought the film did an all right job. I think that the film was good. I think had the performance not been as incredible as it was, the film would be a forgettable film. Okay. In yeah. my opinion. I, I agree. That. I can I agree with that. I don't think the plot was anything special. I think it was I think the performance made it in, incredibly uh like it it reels you in. It's very encapturing. It it gets you off ease. You're you're uneasy the entire mm-hmm. film based off of the way his story is told by him. Yeah. I don't think that the direction of the film, nor do I think the plot of the film, really builds anything other than exactly what you think it's going to be. I mean, you know? yeah, it's if gonna you be... strip it to his bare bones, it's an origin film. Well, it's an origin film, but it's also it's it's the basic story of like a uh, somebody that, uh, the downtrodden of society, you know. Yeah, if and anything, it could somewhat be a satire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he did make the freaking comment that yeah. my life isn't a tragedy; it's a comedy. That. <laughs> Uh, the dialogue actually in that movie is pretty damn good too. I'll give you that. The I I think that the TV scene or whatever the one with Mar- uh, Murray. Yeah. yeah. I think that is a little corny. Like 
at least on the edge of corny as far as the dialogue in that scene. Yeah. But But he's daydreaming? No, no, no. When he uh when he's actually that there. was actually an incredible scene. Oh yeah. I loved that part when he's like acting out the Murray scene. Yeah. That was incredible. I think that there were aspects of that movie that I loved, but there were aspects of that movie that I also was like really not a fan of. Okay. I don't know. I think it's personally excessive, but we'll just have to wait to see how it performs. What other categories are y'all wanting uh, specific people to win? Oof, I got one. Such as like best director, cinematography. I got one. What's up? Uh, for best supporting actress, mm. Florence Pugh for Little I, Women. I'm wanting her to win as well. I, she did phenomenal in that she film. She did absolutely perfect. Yeah. Brilliant work. I didn't see Little Women, and they keep on talking about I'm it. Sorry, so I'm, really I'm sorry. I'm really out of your loss, sorry. man. It's your loss. I understand it's my loss, but, man, I'm just out of the conversation on this one. Florence Pugh is in a lot of movies this year, right? Yes. Well, yeah. That's Midsommar. She's Fighting in Black Widow. She's in <laughs> a billion different things. Yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to Best Director because – that's kind of a very difficult area. Okay, Give me so Tarantino. So what so do you guys think? We got Martin Scorsese for Irishman, uh-huh. Todd Phillips for Joker, Sean uh, Sam Mendes. Sean Mendes. <laughs> Sean Mendes. <laughs> <How do you're laughs> saying that? Sam Mendes for 1917, uh, Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Ooh. I'm wanting Bong Joon-ho for Parasite because I've seen – all of these films, except for Irishman, I will not watch Irishman. It is one too damn long. billion hours long. Yeah, will not. See but that Parasite, I have seen it. Y'all haven't. However, it is just crafted in such a way, dude, that you're just mesmerized by how they pull this off in every direction. Acting is superb. Cinematography is amazing. Screenplay is phenomenal. It's just, it it is a film with the best direction. I guess I don't know. I don't know. However, way to uh, what other was a way to put it. It's just amazing, dude. The I mean, the, I haven't seen it, but Bong Joon Ho as a person and the way he has spoken <laughs> about this film alone make me like decent enough to at least support him winning. If I had to pick one, I, I'm extremely biased with my uh, personal perspective yeah. and my view of things. I am. Really, I am really, really supporting of Quentin Tarantino. I really am. I loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It was my favorite movie of 2019. Yeah. And I I would love to see Tarantino take it home. I don't think he deserves it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Is this who you want to win? It's who I would. That's, that's my totally preference. Fine. It was a great film. That's yeah. my preference. If yeah. I had to pick who deserves it, I'm going to give it to 1917, even though I haven't I could seen see, that I could movie. see 1917 winning as well. Just because 1917 – has just destroyed in reviews and it yeah. was and it matched up to it man i haven't seen it yet i I've was i've literally tried like three different times to go see it i just haven't had a what I did you think about it Matt? an opportunity which one 1917 i liked 1917 uh i remember when you texted me in all caps and i had to <laughs> yeah. go see this movie uh so i didn't i guess i didn't like it as much as you did <laughs> but but That's, but, you said but that a few times thus far. But it it was a it was a great film, a a, a technical achievement. Yeah, yeah. So if you agree with that, yeah. um, I'm not. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm not in the war movies. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. So right off the bat, it you was like it's, war horse? it. No, it's I've hard. Never seen war horse. It's <laughs> <laughs> that was when everybody started doing the whistle thing with their hands. <laughs> the, the oh that thing. Okay, I can't do it anymore. But you get me. You know, I don't know. We're all okay. When I was in middle school, everybody started doing the the, the hand whistle thing uh-huh. with yeah. your thumbs from War Horse. 
I got really good at that, and now I can't do it anymore, and I'm sad. But that being said, I can understand that because I mean they can drag out and kind of be lengthy, and it's really good though. Yeah. They're it's very just... straightforward. That's my biggest issue with war. Oh movies. yeah, the... it's, it's all very. Yeah. The plot God. of this film. Uh, the plot of this film was get message. <laughs> that that was the plot. Yeah. The most simple way. It has some nice like little cameos of big actors. Yeah. Two big actors. Yeah. Which was really cool. Um, but I mean, it was really good, but the the cinematography will definitely be if like, it does not win cinematography i don't know what i think it will happen. yeah it has none, to. none other film has done what it's done so yeah which is always cool especially to see movies that do things that are very unor i mean parasite 1917 are honestly great examples of this that movies that have broken barriers yeah and not only have done well in spite of like doing things that are untypical but done well because of that you yeah. know yeah. i mean parasite went and made a completely Korean movie. Like the movie is totally in Korean and And I did not know that when I sat down to watch it. Yeah. Because I'd never watched a single trailer or anything. I mean the the world's taken notice to that too though, you know what I'm saying? Like that's it's good to see that a wider variety of films is being accepted by the Academy in this way. And nineteen seventeen obviously I wouldn't put on the same scale as Parasite when it comes to doing different but they, they shot the film in a way that just has never been done. Yeah. And that has been a huge partial uh, reason of its success i mean that's been a huge issue with the academy in the past few years with uh just what they're not bringing light upon yeah. and so it's just a lot of things have been neglected and it's nice to like you said it is nice to see things of this caliber being brought to light and successful as well because but still even this year i mean people are complaining about what the academy hasn't been doing right uncut gems yeah <laughs> uncut gems i'm sandler i the rest of the films on this list, Joker, I, I like I said, I think I've already stated where how I feel about uh, the Joker's direction. I don't think I don't think the movie did well because of the directing. Uh, the Irishman, it it could be a fantastic movie. It could be the best movie of the year. I'm not but watching I'm not it. Watch <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't have that time. Man. Three and a half hours. Okay, and that's the thing. I am so here for making longer movies, but longer means like two and a half hours. Two and a half hours is a lengthy freaking movie. Yeah. W- and with the exception of a very small number of movies that can get in that two and a half hour to three hour range, if you're if you're an incredible director and you're telling a very compelling story, people may be a little bit more agreeable with that extremely lengthy film. The Irishman's not that. For example, <laughs> Endgame, people were okay with it being three hours because I mean it's a three hour nerd fest. I wanted it to be longer. Fan no, service. I mean, yeah. No, I think fan service to the max, man. I think I saw someone. They were like, make it four pussy. <laughs> i don't i would have been fine with six yeah, yeah. That, like I, I took off two days of work to watch it so <laughs> i was it's just uh i don't know to be honest completely honest mob films are not that intriguing to no. me i watched the party recently i agree i, I thought it was it. great but if i'm being honest they just kind of drag on for me and i lose yeah, interest bro. very quickly yeah. the departed I falls on my focused. list of all-time movies if i'm being completely departed's honest good like departed, i liked it mm, i love that movie man and uh, I I don't have a I love mob films honestly, and Braden would probably hit you if he heard what you just said there. <laughs> That's okay. That's why he's in Florida. <laughs> we shout we out Braden. Exiled Braden to Florida because <laughs> Mohammed wanted to talk shit about mob films. <laughs> uh, no, but the Academy has obviously done some dicey things in the past, and I'm sure this year we'll leave a bunch of question marks. We'll probably touch base on who ends up winning some of these awards come time that you know the award show actually happens. But for now, that's just about all we have to say on the topic because. We have a whole new year of films we're about to step into. Okay. We have a bunch of very 
I would say pop culturally significant films coming up. We got Birds of Prey probably on the closest radar, which is Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. Rated R. Taking the stage in a rated R DC movie, mm-hmm. which I know I'm a fan of rated R comic book movies. And they have Black Mask as the villain. Yeah. With Ewan McGregor being Black Mask. I'm so excited. So excited. That. Love me some Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny if he pulled out a lightsaber and he was just oh like, sup, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> or, in other words, hello there. Hello there. <laughs> I, I, I'm really excited for Birds of Prey. I think that DC's on the right direction finally, which is like something I haven't been able to say for a long time. They're, they've restarted their production on The Flash. They've re, uh, begun production on Aquaman 2. and then they've got I was Wonder- looking forward to The Flash so badly, man. I like Ezra Miller. Because whenever the they brought that uh, all the deadlines for the yeah. movies a oh, yeah. couple of years ago, I, remember I was that. very excited. And then Justice League was going to be in two parts and whatnot. Yeah. And then I remember uh, recently, it was a couple months ago, someone was like, oh, my God. Green Lantern comes out today. <laughs> There's there was a whole lot of stuff on that list that just did not come to fruition. Oh yeah, but I mean sucks. they're they're picking up their pace. You know, I, yeah. take as much time as you need. DC, Please. thank that is the one thing I want them to do because I think that was their original mistake. Is they were trying to keep up with Marvel, they so they rushed, were they rushing rushed. everything. They were setting deadlines they couldn't meet, and then it just all collapsed. And in the end, they ruined Superman Doomsday, the death of Superman. Batman Returns, they ruined a bunch of good storylines. Which should have, those are yeah. like the best storylines too, like some of at least. And it just didn't go the way they wanted it to. What are you looking forward to, Matt? 2020 films. <sighs> I mean, I'm an MCU guy. I'm looking forward to Black Widow, of course, Eternals. Uh, Eternals going to be interesting. Godzilla versus Kong, baby! Yeah. I've I been l- waiting for that for a while. I love you some monsters. Love you some monsters. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I really hope that. Uh, What's his name? Loki. Somebody give me a name here. Uh, Tom Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston. I hope he's in this movie. I hope he's in he Godzilla vs. Kong. Did he die? In Kong. He died? Oh, Island, no, I think. he didn't. Oh, he didn't I don't think he died in Kong. Oh. I don't, he didn't die, but keep in mind, that movie was in like... The uh, 80s. Yeah. So, oh, no, it was in Vietnam era. It was in Vietnam era. So, so whatever era that is... He would be somebody very, help me out. very old. But, but... but Time travel? <laughs> no. But Kong is reportedly going to have a beard, which... Sounds pretty freaking cool to me. Okay, but wait, isn't his entire face wait. a beard? Okay, but I'm He's saying like a furry animal. His, his chin is gonna be a little bit longer with hair. If, if that makes any little that bit seems more biologically sense. Apparently inaccurate. In, apparently he's a baby or he was a baby in Kong. He yeah. was baby in Kong. Supposed to be bigger. He's gonna be way bigger. But yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. excited. Does this mean that like it's just so weird how there's a monster verse? That's so cool. Love it. It's Here like the movies it. are so obnoxious, though. I love it. <laughs> love it. It's They're fun oh, to Pacific watch. Pacific Rim is one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Man. Love it. I love Pacific oh, Rim. My g- Any other movie, the I'd be okay with Pacific that The first Pacific Rim was a genuinely good movie. It was genuinely it entertaining. It was so good. Okay, the that, second one, I, I that did That you watch. have something. You're, you have at least some sort of thing. Pacific Rim 2 is like just trash. The first t- one, I'm just saying, so was, it was entertaining as hell, man. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, but that was a different movie. When he grabs a freaking boat and then uses it. Yeah, I mean... I'm here for obnoxious stuff too. I, I, they're not like my favorite movies to go see, but uh, or I, I don't think I will ever critique a movie like that just because they are made to be exactly what they are. It's yeah. like Transformers. It's I can't fun. be, I can't be critical of it's a Transformers. Like Hobbs and movie. Shaw. Yeah. Oh, I love Hobbs and Shaw, bro. Dude, uh, <laughs> he hates Hobbs. Fast and Furious. I enjoy. Uh, I don't hate Fast, Fast and Furious. And Furious. I, lo- I loved Fast and Furious up until seven, and then I started to think it was obnoxious. Uh, but that was the point. It's so good. No, but that's that not way. the point. They started out to be like legitimate movies, and they were fun. At the they beginning, went, they were went from streetcars to uh, stealing a lot of international stuff. Yeah. I think my moment I was done with Fast and Furious is when the helicopter crashed in Fast and Furious 7 and The Rock walked <laughs> up to it, grabbed the helicopter gun, picked it up, and turned it into a machine gun. 
that was like top tier level fuck you movie like i was like i was i was done i walked out of the theater i hate the rock i love how (laughs) hollywood portrays rock in films as if he's basically christ (laughs) basically (laughs) yeah When he, when he breaks his cast, like, yeah. daddy's got to go to work. And then he, he <laughs> jumps out the window, and it's just like, this movie sucks. Uh, I love it. Love it. Uh, I'm here for it. I am not. He's like, uh, it's like Bruce Willis. Like, I don't think Bruce Willis is that entertaining either. He's not. Die Hard is a good movie, but it's still never seen it. Never Maybe. seen Die Hard? I've either. Not. What? Never seen Die Hard. You've never? Okay, wow. That's like pretty surprising. And we're movie buffs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's or the, so-called. So-called movie buffs. Self-proclaimed. Yeah. Any, I mean, that's the thing about it is, though, unless I'm getting paid to watch movies, there's no way I'm going to be able to watch everything. Yeah, I would want to, though, man. I would love to be, like, a movie critic or just anything where I have the ability to go see everything. Oh, I've yeah. said this before. I, I want to take, like, a two-month hiatus just to catch up on the movies I want to watch. Oh, that would be so crazy. Two months of only movies, man? Yeah. That would be amazing. I mean, on my in my free time, that's all I do. I just watch movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm pretty much the same. I mean, if I'm not watching movies right now, I'm watching Breaking Bad because this is, like, my first time going through it all Great the way. Great show. I'm... Movies are awesome. I tweeted this the other day, and someone DM'd me. Okay, really? Name all the movies. Because <laughs> oh. that's the truth of it. Is there's like there's a billion. There's a lot. And there's so that's there's so many original awesome stories out there to discover. You know, yeah. like oh, I would. Yeah. Obviously, you have your staples, the Pulp Fictions, the uh, the Avengers, and stuff that's like obviously gains more like societal attention than others. But yeah. I'm sure there are plenty of independent and smaller, lesser known movies out there that are just as incredible. So that's my general thoughts on that. But continuing, we've got Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Which she's swinging on lightning, guys. Ooh, baby. I don't even know how that's like scientifically possible, but she's care. doing I it. I saw that in the trailer, dude, and I was just like, all right. So they literally took all freaking forms of reality and threw it out the window Bro, but i'm here for books. it i'm it's here for it books. yeah i'm pretty sure there's a freaking panel of her lassoing and on lightning somewhere there is a quiet place 2 is coming out oh can we talk about that for a second yeah i'm surprised they, they're even making a sequel it i'm it really surprised they're making a sequel i did not i do not picture john krasinski making that kind also of also very happy they have killian murphy in this i he's, love that man he's such a creepy dude yeah i see him sure i see him I he's see the him guy who played dude. scarecrow in batman begins yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Quiet yeah. Place 2, I'm really um that's probably in my top 50 of all-time movies. Love that movie. Um simply cuz John Krasinski. Yeah. You know, cuz he's just he's John Krasinski. I mean, he's amazing dude and he directed a movie. He did everything with that movie and he's directing this one. He probably won't be in it. I mean, no. I I mean, unless I there's a flashback. Unless the flashbacks. That's what I'm saying probably. That's what I'm saying using the word probably. Or or hear me out, time travel. Yeah. Time travel. Maybe. <laughs> the crazy thing, too, is that A Quiet Place is meant to be a love letter to his family. Yes, it is crazy. I did, <laughs> I mean, I did, that's I did a very that. and that's, interesting love that's, letter. That's really deep, though. I it's like, like, yeah. I well, like he that would, The lengths he would go through. Yeah, it's what a father would do for his family. Yeah. I love that shit. I get that. It's, it's, it's that. an awesome portrayal. The movie is, like, awesome. Like, oh it's incredible. Yes. And the last scene is, like, a tearjerker, man. Yeah. When he's, yeah. like, sitting there and he... Uh, he finally screams. You can like literally feel. Oh yeah. You can feel the like. It was amazing. Uh, the terror behind. That. And it's a monster movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a monster movie that you barely actually see the monsters, but yeah. But I love it. I think this. I think this I one. You'll see. You'll monster. see. You'll see more of it this time in the second one. I just want to know what they do now. Like, what's the? Yeah, because the monsters are known, and so it kind of takes away that sense of. No, terror. I think what it is is they know how to defeat the monsters. Yeah. So that's 
takes away the 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 terror of it. But I think in this one, just my little theory that this will probably be about the monsters are the humans. Mm. So that could be an interesting take because why do you think why do you think this man is in this movie? He's creepy as hell. He yeah, looks creepy good, as hell. That's a good point. I really think that he's gonna so he's gonna do some crazy crazy shit. You think they're gonna yeah. go Walking Dead with it, where it's they're definitely gonna go Walking Dead with this. Okay, I see what you're saying. I where see it's, it. a, it's a villain it's, on a it's, villain. It's yeah. kind of clear. It's clear. It's okay, really is. I, I I respect that. They should make a movie called The Screaming Place, where instead of never, place. never, instead of always being quiet and never being able to speak, you literally cannot stop screaming or you die. Yeah. <laughs> Your only option of speaking is just full on yelling. Oh, a Sonic. That's a good, honestly. Okay, sorry. That was a terrible transition. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at a computer screen, by the way, listeners on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So now I'm j- I have all the 2020 films pulled up right now. Yeah. yeah, so Sonic is actually coming out. This is the movie that the internet bullied Sony. And Sony, right? I don't think it was Sony. The internet bullied whoever Paramount. runs. Paramount. Okay, sure. The the internet bullied, bullied Paramount into changing their character structure, which is. And I'm yeah, glad we did. Really they literally have decades of video games as to how to make the damn guy. And it was so bad. So bad. Oh, my God. The original version was terrible. He looked like a rapey, rapey guy. Yeah. He did. Yeah. You're not His body was weird, man. It was disproportionate. They tried to make him look like a human. Sonic the Predator. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the absolute worst kind of fast. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, jeez. And then Jim Carrey's in this movie, which just makes me I love Jim Carrey. And... Uh, I used to play Sonic all the time, man. I actually, if there, we have GameCube games on the other side of this TV. There's probably like four of them that are Sonic games, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a really interesting story. I'm, I, I hope it stands as like a movie that an adult can enjoy because I don't, I won't lie. The trailer, the, it, new, the newest one, yeah, well, no, the original one, which uh, I don't know how much touch up. It looks very uh, toy. Like I don't know how it's to. Ba- like, it's ba- it's really there to sell toys. No, it's it's kiddish. It does. It just doesn't look believable at all. It looks like it was oh, made yeah. on. It looks. It looks like it was made it's on. It's a Disney video Channel. game, man. It's yeah, a video game I, movie. I yeah. know. Those don't tend to do well. Uh, they don't do that well. Yeah. Except Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's terrible, but I love that movie. I've never seen Mortal Kombat the movie. I didn't even know there was a Mortal Kombat. They're this making movie. a new one, so yeah. hopefully this won't be better. On, okay, yeah. I'm this, excited for Onward. I'm pumped for Onward. It's a new Pixar film. I love Pixar. They can do no wrong. Have you seen the like the theory they have right now where Tom Holland is only in movies with Avengers? Yeah. Literally the is. next six movies That's he's true. in right now is, is only with another Avenger. There's one he has with uh, Liam Hemsworth. There's one he has with uh, – God. He I would has have... one with Robert Downey Jr. and, and Doolittle. Yeah, he's – No, a, he's a voice, yeah. He is a voice, and he had one – He God, he had one with Jeremy Renner. I don't know. That is weird. I never thought about that. Yeah. He's literally only in movies with uh with Avengers. We I mean, Disney does love him, him at all costs. He's he's in Doolittle. He's in the current war with Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. He's in the Heart of Sea with uh Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. He's in Onward with Chris Evans. He is Chris never Pratt. Pratt. Oh, Raw Chris. Chris. What, what did <laughs> too I say? Many, too many what did I say this Chris time? Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just so, many, so many Chris's, man. No, but with Chris, uh, not Chris Evans, with Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like Tom Holland uh, that Disney's like, look, you're you can try to get away, but yeah, you're, bro, he's getting his chip. Yeah, I mean, honestly, after Disney let him go one time, I don't blame him for them. Yeah. being they got to hold his hand, man. I'm excited for this though. I mean, Pixar in my eyes, they can literally do no wrong. They're just set. I don't know. They're just the biggest innovators on this planet. 
Yes. That might be a bit aggressive, but I see what you're getting at. Uh, no, they're no, bigger, no, than, I, bigger I, than okay in the creative I like aspect. That statement. Um, but yeah, this just I'm very interested in this because I I like fantasy type shit, mm-hmm. and so this like is very and, fantasy oriented. Like Dungeon and Dragons. I really want to play D and D. I want to start. It's playing g- D&D. It gets me. It, this movie gives me that type of vibe. Yeah, it reminds me of like Warcraft. Yeah, it does. yeah, yeah. I can it see does. that. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the scene where the where the pants are trying to walk off the cliff. Ah. <laughs> Reminds me of Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron attacking the pants. <laughs> the pockets or teeth or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that you know exactly I, where I just, going, I just remember man. that. That That's was a awesome. very iconic episode for me. What movies are y'all looking forward to the most this year? This year? I – okay, so I loved the first Wonder Woman – I'm not really looking forward that heavily to Black Widow, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. I, think that, I think that movie's going to be bad. What? No, it's not going to be bad. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, don't say that. It's going to look they so good. They have people skydiving and shooting guns. That, oh, oh my. It's going to be It's gonna be so good. She jumps out I'm of a plane without a parachute. Taskmaster, in my opinion, doesn't look that cool. I think they could have made him look better. better. But I'm excited for what he's going to – or his role in the film. So people think it may be Clint. Yeah, maybe. There's a, there's a. They, they also think that it's a woman, so they're kind of on it's both. That woman, that one woman. They're on, they're on kind of both ends of the Rachel spectrum. Rachel Wise. <laughs> it might be her sister. That, I think that'd be cool if it just turned out to be her sister, which I would be such a Disney plot. Oh my god, that'd be that'd be the most Marvel thing ever if it just happened to be her. Yeah, I have one. Okay. Uh, it's called Free Guy, with Ryan oh, Reynolds. Oh yeah. It's like it's like he's a in a, what's it called a, a simulation non, a non playable character NBC. Yeah. And he's like he's in a video game, and he just decides to, like, not be an, an NPC anymore, and does his own thing. It reminds me a lot of Ready Player One, which yeah, I love. Like I love Ready Player One. It sounds like Westworld. It, <laughs> but no, I see the tra- I saw the trailer. You should see the trailer, uh, uh, Cole. It's it seems it looks, very interesting. It looks really good. I think that if anything, uh, out of the other ones that I've already talked about, that was that's another one that I'm really really mm-hmm. excited for. And he Ryan Ryan Reynolds did say that this was the most fun he had making a film. Really, he did say that, and that's from me, Deadpool himself. Me hearing that makes me feel very very confident about seeing this movie. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is awesome, man. That yeah. guy is such a clown. Everything that he says, <laughs> uh, I, I I'm between two films that I'm the most excited for. Okay, it's between Mulan and Oof. Eternals. Ooh, I can't wait for Eternals. Eternals mainly because I know nothing about them, but it has to do with the Celestials, and yeah. the Celestials are so damn interesting. And this and the cast is stacked. Yeah, dude, that is the most loaded cast that Marvel's had outside of an Avengers movie. Right. To yeah, this point. so stacked. And it's all characters we've never been introduced to before. Yeah. The so only problem I don't know how they pull it off. Well, the only problem I have with it is inter- they. Uh, I just. What is it? Okay, so here's the thing: the Eternals are Celestials, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they are. All the Celestials are dead. They're, they say that they're hiding on Earth. That's probably that's one of, yeah. one of the plot synopsis. I just really hope that they don't have to kill off all these people that they're introducing because that cast is incredible. And so I would stacked. love to see Richard I, Madden take a role yeah. as like a lead. Ooh. I'm sad that Kit Harrington isn't a, in a more – or I, I feel like Kit Harrington deserves a solo film for he's whatever a, He's he a cool doing. character. Yeah, he's The Black character Knight. that he's playing, he's a cool character. So He's I, literally just playing Jon Snow. He that's, really that's is. This like, is a Marvel. I still need to see Game of Thrones, man. I think he's going to – you know, be in Marvel's future for a little bit. I hope he is, and at least I like. I think that it's cool that they're incorporating characters that are not characters, but I guess actors, actors that they would yeah. not have seen taking roles like this on before. And they're spanning out into more of the comic world and less of the. Uh, I don't want to say a smaller scope. Well, they're going more uh, cosmic. Yeah, cosmic. Yeah. Yes, and Eternals is the a huge. Smiley Denova. Yeah. 
Dude. Oh, you're the Nova fan, aren't you? I'm the Nova fan. There we go. I knew I somebody else fan. here had Nova love. I love Nova. I, I'm i so excited for him. That movie is coming. It, it is, is coming. Eventually. They, they confirmed that there is going to be something. Yeah. It's going to be something. They also confirmed a lot of stuff, like Silver Surfer. Uh, I'm Dr. excited for Doom. Silver Surfer. Yeah, like Dr. these are solo films that they're. I hope they do a Doom, a Doom solo. Doctor Doom deserves a solo film. He does. Doctor Doom's like one of my favorite villains overall. Yeah. He's probably one of the greatest villains in Marvel's his, Marvel's history. So yeah. he deserves, you know, if Venom gets his own movie and Morbius yeah. for God's sake. Morbius is the most random thing they could have chosen, man. But that's Sony, so yeah. we won't. We it's won't. It's a different topic. It's a different, different universe. Different, beast. different It's corner. a different universe, but also the same universe, but also a different universe. I don't yeah. really understand how any of it's working because. Vulture showed up in the trailer. And I think they're only. I think they're only picking from just. They're just Spider-Man stuff. Like, how does that work? They're just. How do you? They're just in that little corner of the MCU where it's just Spider-Man stuff because Spider-Man has a lot of. Is characters. this just multiverse things? Like, is no, this like? No, I think it's just in a little corner that the Avengers will never ever touch. Only Spider-Man himself and his yeah. whole cast of people. I don't understand how the Sinister Six couldn't be an Avengers level threat though. Because they only go <laughs> after Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Always Spider-Man. It's like they—they—that's all they want for some re- because they've all dealt with him. Plot holes. Yeah. But yeah. Along with bring Vader into the universe. Along with that, <laughs> second thing I'm looking forward to is Mulan, just because okay. this is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. And not gonna lie, out of all the live action things from uh, Disney, this seems like I'm actually going to enjoy it. <sighs> I. You're, they you're, haven't done I'm anything sighing, good, man. I'm sighing because I really, really enjoyed Aladdin, and Muhammad did not. I liked Will Smith. Will Smith made that movie good, and I still listen to the soundtrack. But I thought Naomi Scott did very well, and she was the, a good Jasmine. The other guy, the, the other guy, his name Matthew. I don't know his last name, but he played Aladdin. He McConaughey. did. He did. Oh, <laughs> oh, he, he did okay. He all did right, okay. All right, all right. Yeah. I'm sad that they didn't cast me as Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, that's very. You, you would have been perfect. It's as quite Aladdin. rude of them. You would have been real perfect as Aladdin. I don't, know, I don't know if you. I don't know if you would sing. I don't know how well you would sing. No, but I, I would. I would, you would try. You said the word vibrato earlier, so I do have my hopes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm, I'm excited for Milan. It actually doesn't look horrible, which is my, and that's my. No. I don't know why Mushu's not in it though. That's why I'm not seeing it. Yeah, you, you still gotta see it though, man. I, I don't know, man. Eddie Murphy really, really had it for me. He in did the first make one. the movie or decent part of the movie. This not on you. This not on your cow. Like, come yeah. on, man. It's not. That's not gonna be. It a was movie. iconic, man. I, I don't know. Ooh. And the big one, we just <laughs> scrolled down to what the big one for a couple of years is hopefully going to finally close out the absolutely cata- or catastrophic production that the New Mutants has been. It has been delay it's after. It's not their fault. It's Fox and just Fox, whatnot. Fox well, because it was in the middle of the merger. That's when they announced yeah. this movie was in the middle of Disney buying 21st century yeah. or 20th century fox which yeah. was just terrible and it just all got very bad anyways the new mutants movie is coming it looks very promising i actually like the trailer because yeah. i think it i think it's going to be true to what it is which is kind of like the teenage thriller it's aspect so, things. it looks so scary it's the the trailer is very like we are going to burn boomers you know <laughs> so, like, that's, <laughs> it's very anti-boomer it's all like it has that like rebellious yeah. teenage kick to it you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying where they're all like go fuck some shit up we're tired of being told what to do and all <laughs> yeah. this shit and I mean, I respect it. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm glad that's the direction it's going because yeah. it's not, it's not trying to make it something it isn't. I, know I wonder if the, uh, M- the Marvel Studios logo is going to come on. It, it won't. It won't. It just say Marvel. So? I've, I've, I've looked into that. I have myself. a little Marvel Studios. I've looked at that 
myself, it's not going to say that. Okay. It'll just say Marvel. That's very interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm so excited that Fox is a part of this, man, because you got X-Men and Fantastic Four. It opens the door for so many different things. And, I mean, like we, we were discussing about them before, and Matt and I have talked about this. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt would be perfect Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman. If they mess up if Give they mess up on that storm. casting, if they mess up on that casting, man, it's gonna that's gonna really kinda that's suck. Perfect. Because we all know who should play it. And yeah. if those two people don't play it, then it's gonna leave a bad taste in my mouth. I just can't see Emily Blunt wanting to play a superhero. Come on, man. She gotta play with her husband. Like, I couldn't, but I could see her in that role. She just plays such serious stuff though. You she know? could have fun once every once in a while, you know. I know some actors could, but that's like saying, like, hey, you wanna bring Leonardo DiCaprio into the MCU? Like <laughs> Bro, he would be a cool Norman Osborne. Yeah. Cool Norman or Matthew McConaughey. Both. Huh. They they would both be cool Norman Osborns. Both I actually kinda like that. Either one would work. I really for me. do. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, huh? I thought about Leo that a lot. would literally never go near it in a million years, but it'd be fine. Yeah, never know. Wouldn't. I mean, Christian Bale might be Beta Ray Bill. Well, Christian Bale has I superhero hope. experience, though. He's been that's Batman. True. He's literally that's true. He's Batman, but yeah. he before he was a very serious actor. He still is, a but very Batman serious was actor. a perfect yeah, role was, for that. Yeah. I guess he's insane. He's like method acting to the max of. Oh, max. what I think. Uh, I don't know the movie, but he basically lost over eighty pounds, and then he gained, I think, over a hundred. Because he had to film for Batman, God. in a span of like eight months. Yeah, he's a talented. Something dude. like that. Yeah, I mean, the amount of there's committing to a role, and then there's like be like literally just you are the person. Yeah, which is incredible. That's the one, I'm pretty sure that's the one that he had. Uh, I think the movie he was playing, he had like leukemia or he had something like that. It was like a degenerative disease, whatever it was, and he he literally transitioned right out of that mm-hmm. and went into it. I mean, you have people like that, and you have people like. Uh, God, who plays American Sniper? Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley yeah. Cooper. He put on like 150 pounds from mu- of just pure muscle for that movie. Jack. He literally turned into a completely different person. So look like a lumberjack. Acting's yeah. crazy, man. The acting world is actually insane. Yeah. <laughs> like people put on a com- like not only a completely different face, but they are just I like mean, Heath Ledger. Two different greatest example. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and a terribly sad example too. Obviously, there are risks to that. I would imagine that they're greater than we even know. But you obviously have the end of the spectrum where it turns out to be something. Totally, that isn't. Yeah. Um. Just go, uh, go ahead and hit that <laughs> real quick. But I personally have been. I'm. I'm really excited for. Uh, I'm really excited for 2020 and all the movies that are essentially just queued up and ready to go. Yeah. But as much as I'd love to talk about movies for the next 1500 years with you, man. <laughs> We don't have you forever, or uh, we do not. We don't have you forever yet. We have you possibly reoccurring in the future. But uh, I want to know what your thoughts on not only mix and match as a whole is after seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff uh-huh. and seeing stuff that maybe not everybody else gets to see. Yeah. Uh, and then what do you think after this episode? Just entirely, like, what's your what what how, what has your experience been with uh, joining us tonight? Well, first off, this has been a really great experience. I know it's I know it's not much because you guys are not like. A big podcast, like just like hey, 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 speak big, for yourself. a we big podcast, but I am a huge fan of y'all because I just know y'all personally, and I'm really <laughs> glad you guys started this podcast. And I'm more grateful to the fact that you guys uh, wanted me to be the first guest host, and uh, I feel like I had to uh, really live up to the hype <laughs> a little <laughs> bit, uh, and for more guest hosts to you know be on and stuff like that. So I'm I'm really glad. Uh, this has been a really great experience. Seeing everything behind the scenes is crazy. 
uh, because I, I, we obviously don't know what you guys go through. Uh, it's a pretty to, big to, garage, isn't it? it, it <laughs> it's a huge garage. It's like three doors in here. <laughs> but um, uh, you guys, you guys really take the time to get things right, and for for the viewer, for the listener, and uh, as as a fan myself, I really do appreciate that. So, because we 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 don't see that that effort that you guys put out, yeah. the good content that you guys put out for us. So, um, this is amazing. It's really really cool. What aspects of the podcast do you like the most? Well, I mean, just based off what we talked about this whole time, just I I'm just really into pop culture stuff. Anything mm-hmm. about the news and the pop culture, just I really enjoyed anything like that. Movies, TV. A little bit of music. I, I I really enjoy when you guys get personal. Sometimes you yeah. guys tell your little stories, stories about your life a little bit. Get it, it helps us get to know you more. I like to get real, honestly. Yeah. And I and I, I really I most. really really do enjoy those. And um, but I mean, this is why it's called mix and match because you guys can really do anything. You guys don't have to talk about one thing yeah. every single time. So you guys really just chose the perfect name for your brand. So yeah, I, well, that is very. Nice to hear, man. And we really appreciate the kind words. Of course. It's always great hearing a an outside perspective of what it is that we do yeah. and how people view it, I guess, because you know, we can only get so much feedback from ourselves essentially, yeah. which is like how how did you think this episode was? How did you think that is? Because honestly, we are critical as hell of everything that we do. <laughs> oh yeah. Honest. We we never come out of something with like that was perfect. <laughs> you know, it's always <laughs> I mean I still hate the sound of my voice. Bro. I don't like hearing it. You have a great voice for you, recording, and you, you have really people do. who told have, like told you this. You, you know, really do have a great that. voice, but it's just weird hearing myself. It's like that Adam Driver thing. Right? I think I think I think everyone hates their, hates hearing their voice because it sounds so different as to what you hear whenever yeah. you're speaking. Yeah. But then when you hear on a recording, you're literally just like, had I sound that conversation like that? before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's very different. I will say that, and I I feel like I mean, one. I know that this is obviously your first time recording yeah. on a podcast and everything, uh-huh. but like. How I it's been a while for us since we started doing that, but I know it was very not only nerve wracking, but it just felt it almost feels odd because we were we had conversations before this and like rolling into the episode uh-huh. where it wasn't as very like intense, but you know then you start this and it's like everything gets all official and yeah. it just it's a different sphere. So how was that transition from being you know typical I guess casually talking to being I don't know man because it's like I don't know who's listening, so and I don't know if people that know me. <laughs> that are listening so it's like i want to make a good impression but i guess once we get into the conversation i kind of lose my train of thought of like uh i'm not just trying to make myself seem cool like i'm just i'm just being yourself yeah i'm flowing into this conversation with you guys and then i you know and and i think that's the best part of it because that's when it's the most authentic i don't know i feel that we have at i feel at the more beginning half of it we tried to embody uh something persona that we yeah unnaturally i guess trying a bit too hard but then whenever we get down to it and we're just literally just bullshitting like we are right now literally sounds sounds so cliche but just it's just being yourself is like the best that you can do i mean honestly i wouldn't disagree at all and especially when we're talking about because i mean for those of you who have been around the entire time and i'm sure you have noticed this yes we had a period where we were talking essentially general news almost always it was like yeah it was, we were hitting we always hit like three to four hit points we yeah. were hitting three to four topics an episode it was all current and updated news which is fine <laughs> but that fine. it just it's it didn't feel like us it didn't sound like us we didn't we're trying we, to catch our footing y'all were, yeah, yeah y'all were still finding your footing and i i feel like y'all found it but y'all are still y'all are still learning things as you go 
So I mean, you're our first guest host, man. We're yeah figuring out things as we go. You know, yeah. it's been a big step though getting you on here and having someone who has been so uh, integrated with our success so far, <laughs> and has really seen just us grow. It's been yeah. it's been very interesting and. I'm hoping that this was as enjoyable for you as it was for us. Very, very enjoyable. We, we, we do want to continue doing this. I'm sh- I know that you mentioned you want to come back. Is that is that still the case? No, I, I definitely want to come back whenever you guys are, whenever you guys are just want me back. Oh, you'll for sure be reoccurring, man. There's okay. no doubt about that. Okay, well, Braden, I'm gonna keep your seat warm. <laughs> so shout out, Braden. <laughs> Uh, but I, yeah, I, I would love to come back whenever you guys would like to have me. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll be ready. I'll clear my schedule because I, I really like doing this. This is really cool. Yeah, we love having you, man. It's a lot of fun, and this is something that we're gonna we're gonna try to do. We're gonna try to have a few a few guests hosts popping in and out, potentially a few interviews coming up. You know, <laughs> just it's gonna be a we're stepping into a uh, new era of mix and match. You oh, might yeah. say. Which is just it's it's something that we haven't done yet. It's something that we once have. again we're mixing it up. So. <laughs> Mix and mash. I'm, there's a sign behind me that's paper. Oh uh, no, it is. Just thinking back to where we started and to where we're at right now, it's kind of crazy, man. Just because we were talking about just how we used to cover news and whatnot, so it's yeah. just weird. Just all the little transitions slash phases we went through, and weird that we're at our first guest host but it's nice yeah i mean it's it's very nice honestly it feels a lot it's different it's a different vibe to the whole thing because an avid listener's perspective oh yes for sure yeah and like moving forward and just it's just it's it's a big step you know yeah and like i said thank you uh, so much for coming on man it's been it's been huge and i'm sure everybody out there has enjoyed the hell out of this episode i hope so (laughs) <laughs> and I mean, guys, here's the thing is I, w- I wanted to touch base on this real quick, too, because as you are one of our fans, one of our biggest fans and biggest listeners, you have a, a unique ability to tell us, you know, what what you want us to talk about. And yeah. you've you've reached out and you suggested topics, topics that we have actually spoken about yeah. on air. Yeah. And that's something that I wanted to address everybody with real quick because I know we've talked about this before where we've said, guys, DM us. Well, DM us your topics. And, you know, we get DMs sometimes and we do get requests to talk about certain things. And for the most part, we hit those. We do. We genuinely, like, try to make – try to integrate whatever that is that you request. That being said, there are a few things that we won't really get into, mainly because it's just not who we are. That's not the sound we chase. We are we are probably never going to talk about t- uh, politics or any hu- super huge societal Anything issue. Too controversial. Not that yeah. we don't care about those things, but that's just not only do we not really have any authority to speak on them. Mm-hmm. It's just not really the general vibe we want this podcast to carry. But we, I don't like to get serious if I'm being honest. Huh? I don't like to get serious. Yeah. I'm being honest. It's it's a serious world that we live in, and we just want to we want to be something that y'all can put on in your headphones, kind of relax, and have a good day listening to. Yeah, you know? there's so much bullshit going around, man. Just we want this to be an escape for y'all. Precisely, and it's an escape for us. I mean, hell, me and Muhammad and I, I know for a fact, are going through some fairly stressful life decisions at the moment. Very true. <laughs> And I, I forget about everything when I come in here. I don't know about you, or unless we're talking about it, obviously. But like when, oh, yeah. when it, it just it feels very, I don't know, second nature. You know, like it's you're in a different element, and mm-hmm. it's we want that to be what it is for us, for you. And so we will just for a heads up, we don't intend on really 
talking about politics or anything extremely serious. But outside of that, please DM us every request you have. If you want us to see a movie that we haven't seen or you want us to review that movie, send us a DM. If there's just a general topic that you want us to discuss, do it, guys. We seriously would love to hear everything that you have to say and everything that you want us to say. So please hit our DMs all the time. Our Twitter's at Mix and Match Radio. I'm lit. I truly respond to everything. I see everything that everyone adds us in or whatnot. Whoever DMs us, uh, we have an Instagram at Mix and Match Podcast. We're wanting to bring that more to light. So please, please. follow that. Um, just guys, do not be afraid, or I, mean, I don't think you'd be afraid to ask us. But just <laughs> like, don't be hesitant to ask us about any suggestions or whatnot, even if they are about the controversial topics. Still throw them our ways because I mean, who knows? Maybe. Possibly if we're at the certain stature and we want to get serious here and then, we might. But still, any suggestion is welcomed. Yeah. And, I mean, without further ado, though, Matt. Yeah. It has been incredible. Thank you. Genuinely. Thank you. And great first time, man. Thank you. <laughs> no, it really is. You, you, you've done a great job, like an actual fantastic job. You did job. better than both of us on our first podcast. <laughs> I, I would say that is thoroughly confident. And for those of you who listened to the first very, very, very first episode, I think We're I sorry. can confidently <laughs> say that you did better than the three of us did on that episode. Uh, oh, yes. Because 100%. we talked. I mean, but my favorite thing to make fun of Braden for is that first episode. He, there's like a six, seven-minute interval where he's just talking about trains. Oh my like gosh. that's it and it's just <laughs> i think i remember that too. we have a friend named parker who literally will never leave him alone about that he's like anytime that he calls brayden about the podcast he's like brayden no one no one wants to hear about your trains okay <laughs> that's, that's good but I no know that yeah, <laughs> it's funny it's funny it was just the train might go back that and his creme the archives <laughs> that and his creme brulee <laughs> that he loves talking about so much but brayden we love you i know that you're gonna be watching and listening to this Hi, from brayden florida you're we have we have your replacement. I'm <laughs> joking, but but uh, moving forward, guys. But like everything we just said, thank you very much for listening. Always like, subscribe, follow, share. Send to your mom, aunt, uncle, dad, son, brother, father-in-law, uh, parole officer, school teacher. Send it to all of them. Do everything that you can. Support, retweet, all that stuff. Mohammed, you got any closing thoughts? Matt, thank you so much for being a phenomenal first guest, and hopefully you will be on this many more times to come thank you for having me and i just want to shout out everybody that i worked at the wreck <laughs> shout out to you guys miss you guys uh that's yeah, all look I at really him now yeah look at me now just i left y'all and look where i'm at i'm just kidding miss famous <laughs> that's where he's at now is famous <laughs> all right guys thank you for listening this is the first of many many more episodes to come but without anything else left to say we will see you next time on Mix and Match Radio.